I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. on CLNS Media Daily, Thunder.com, Dash Radio, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I'm Luke! Join us by Andrew. Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. I thought about singing a song, but what up? it's too early. Dudes. Taylor right. is sick. Dealing with some Not health, feeling well. Dealing with some health issues. Yeah. It's too bad. I hope he's okay. You know what I have to tell him? Grow up. Yeah, you. Grow up. Yeah, we all get sick, buddy. I mean, I was sick last week. Prioritize your life. Grow up. You literally did a podcast with a, what was it, a stomach bug? Or was it a head cold? I wasn't there, but it was you all at least. Stomach bug. And you were just like, I slept like 30 minutes last night. I I was the sick pod. Remember the sick pod? Yes, I do. That was See? funny. And all Taylor has to do is roll out of bed and get on his computer. Yeah, for real. I mean, Taylor. had to get up. Grow Me. up. Yeah, you grow up. If he didn't ro- even roll out of bed. I mean, he could he, do it. He, 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 in his yeah, bed. He could just do it laying down. Just lean over and say, sorry, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And then just She's, put it in your lap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys pumped for Team USA? No. Super pumped for some Harrison Barnes. So, real question. They're not going to win, right? No, no. They could win. I don't know. They lost to Australia. Yeah, but exhibition. Then they destroyed Canada. I'm not sure Canada has a single NBA player. <laughs> All their guys withdraw, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. All the games are in China. Yeah. Which wouldn't be my preferred place to be at this exact moment. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, you're like, I think they play at like two thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. Like, so I'll be watching a lot of highlights the next day. And by that, I mean, I may occasionally I think that they're at like 8 a.m. Are they whatever. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just saw the schedule and it was like two thirty. I was like, maybe that's right. It wasn't for the USA. I don't know. It, I don't care that enough to say. Here's right. the thing. I got you. If team USA wins every single one of their games or uh-huh. if they lose every single one of their games, it changes my life in no aspects. Yeah, I mean that that should be true. It's uh, it's hey, you're not a patriot. That's fine. Their first game yeah. is at 7:30 <laughs> a.m. on Sunday morning. So yeah, 7:30 for. But yeah. you know, like the I just Apparently stop three seconds into researching where it's like Angola and Serbia play tomorrow morning at two thirty. So yeah, but USA they obviously put in those time slots where we can get up in the morning and prioritize our whole morning around it, which right. is what I won't do. <laughs> Who wants to see? It's basically the Boston Celtics versus the world. Yeah, which actually would be more enjoyable. Yeah, like if it was the actual Celtics in their uniforms, Cantor. <laughs> Maybe not that part of it because he would be <laughs> deported. Uh, I, it really bums me out because FIBO has always been that like when you're in the desert and all you want is like basketball yeah. content, which I still like college football. I know that 
it's faded a little bit in your mind, and I don't know if Luke watches really any sports. I'm a big three guy. Yeah, except for big three. Pretty but, much exclusively I watch mean, big three. Here's the deal. I, really cool that Kimball Walker and Harrison Barnes showed up. That's great. I would rather just watch like a De'Aaron Fox-led Team USA team. If that were the case, if it was De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, I think I think maybe more people would want to tune in. Right. Don't you think? Like, I would want to watch and see, like, what are these younger guys going to yeah, do? Yeah, right. I would even probably be more excited to watch it if it was a collection of college players. Yeah. Like, kind of the all-star levels of who's coming in to be a friend. Now, it's hard because the, a lot of the guys that are the best players in college are just finishing high school, you know? So, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of the weird complication of it now. Yeah. College of basketball 20 years ago. Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah. Like Today, it, no if way. it was the best of the best of the G League. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't think you would. Uh, yeah. I, well, Except for like, that. There's that, like no, like zero name recognition. I'm not going to like but him that anymore ju- now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's, you want to watch the people that you know. But I just know, was, wasn't it, was the collection of players that Jeff Van Gundy coached that beat them in the scrimmage twice, like, yeah. was that G League players or those yeah. college guys? Those are G League those guys. Those are like guys. G League all-star type of guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to watch that either. No, I will. No. I, I really will. Like flip this on and watch some. If they of get it. to the final game, because I love our country. If they get to the final game and they're playing Serbia or somebody, I yeah, think dude. you'll want to tune in. Because Serbia's see. got the Bogdanovich brothers, Jokic, Jokic. They're not brothers, but they have the what? same name. Wild, wild. I did not know that. It's like Smith. It's, yeah. It'd so be Bogdanovich like, is be like the me Smith saying like any guy with the last name Smith. Like, hey, that's your brother. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The hard part for me was like, it really, the game I watched against Australia, it was the first one. So much Harrison Barnes. It's a lot of Barnes, man. And there's never been a player in the NBA that I've thought so meh about. I know. He's got great posture, though. (laughs) He walks upright. He's got incredible posture. Which is something that his body will Almost to his detriment. In my opinion. <laughs> Who else was playing on that? Kimba was, I mean, obviously Kimba is probably the most prolific scorer on the yeah. team. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell is, he's the most exciting player on the team. Yeah, but he, the, what I saw, which just, he wasn't doing, like, it, I don't know. It should be oriented around him in my mind, but what do I know? Yeah. Derek White is on that team, which is cool. He hit his head really hard on the court. <sighs> See, this is why people quit. This is why people quit. Sorry that my Luke. Derek White is uh here's the deal. I like lo- I like Derek White. I think Derek White is a good player. But if Derek White made your USA team, like you kind of are scraping the bottom a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're not you're not in the best shape. Yeah, Joe Harris is the starter for them. <laughs> Dude, I know. It's rugged. So but I will watch it because like I said, it is like the oasis in the desert of the off season to where I'm like, I will watch it. It's like like literally Rookie league, summer league. Mm-hmm. Then you have this like month where nothing's happening. So I'll watch some of it. Yeah, uh, I don't think I'll orient my mornings around it, but I will definitely watch some replays. Cancel all my meetings. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do anything until about ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's nothing else NBA related. Which is, have you had the Popeye sandwich? Yeah, I had. I he's the one that you're the one that had it. Have you had the Popeye? No, dude, they're out. I know. I went by. It's total so and absolute failure. And, I'm and not now I probably won't have it. Nope. I will. I'll have it in like a month. This foolish. That's a foolish thing to say. You should do it. Popeye sandwich made it to uh 
I know you all just ignore my Levitar talk, but it's my favorite radio. It's like maybe my favorite show show. But they, I just couldn't understand anything that was happening in that. I know stuff that you said. I realized that after I sent it, but it was so funny to me. So I was like, I got to share this with people that don't know. What I'm <laughs> but they talked about the sandwich too, and I was like, well, we we were ahead of that. Content, yeah, we so we had that conversation first. It's old news. No, it. I don't know. I don't know, man. It creates yeah. when you go because I went last Saturday, and there. Even their parking lot is not. No, it's a disaster, it's, man. They don't know what they're doing. I got in and it was like one of those like Chinese one? finger trap situations. Like yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't get out. They couldn't get in. Or it was just pen in uh, 122nd. Yeah, right there. Oh yeah. And so I, and it was just like I could not. I had to jump the curb and drive into another parking lot to get out, or I would have been there probably still. I mean those those places are created for a max of four or five vehicles. Yep. 45 vehicles? I was 46. Uh, That's bad. Have you guys, the reason why I was looking on something, have you seen the team names of team, of big, of the big three? Have you seen what they are? I've seen some of them. I could care less about the big three. They're all plays on words using the word three. Yeah. All of them. Did you see Joe Johnson got a workout? From multiple teams. Yeah. Because he was so good at the big three. And then did you hear that? Somebody said this. it. Eddie Curry coming back. Right. No, somebody that shouldn't probably have a microphone said that Carmelo Anthony should go to the big three. And then that could be his avenue back into the NBA. Royce White? Did Royce White? I'm just God, what, what happened to that guy? Dude, I don't know. We don't, we don't have get, to and probably can't talk about I him. know. And he has legitimate problems. And therefore, we can have... That Zero should end our conversation about I know, <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, guys. Hey. Why, why wouldn't Mello go to the big three? Because Mello, why wouldn't Mello come off the bench? Oh, why it's Brian Scalabrini said that. Yeah. Brian Scalabrini said that. Brian Scalabrini's awesome. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't Mello come off the bench and play 10 minutes for the Lakers and just take jump shots? There's no way that, I don't even know if that's an option. I think I think we all act like that's an option, and I don't think it's an option. Exactly right, <laughs> right. And like, that's why he won't go. To so the big, go play in China. That's why he won't go to the Big Three or to China. He's gonna. It's a problem. I mean, issue, what did right? I, what did Iverson do when he retired? I don't remember. I don't either. Did he do anything? He played for like the Grizzlies. I know, but that's not retirement. You don't retire and go pretty play much for the Grizzlies. That was. <laughs> <laughs> when he did, that was pretty much what it was. I think Brian I Reeves was still on that team, and they're in Vancouver. <laughs> that was maybe a throwback reference. Maybe only a few people would get. Hey, by the way. You see Shay has been wearing the supersonic stuff in his Instagram. He needs to stop. He needs to stop. He he had like a picture of There's himself no way wearing that. a Sonics jersey and said, we need to bring these back. And it's like the ones that like Gary Payton wore. Oh. And it's like, have you not seen that? No. How do we feel about this? Sam Presti is going to squash that. He's going he's gonna to have to squash Have that. to squash that. He's just digging up old stuff. Oh. You don't even know what he's doing. He's going to get like a Burlington shirt from Tree and Leaf. <laughs> we need to bring this back too. He's going to walk in in a Kevin Durant Thunder yeah. jersey and be like, what up, everybody? Shay, you have to stop. Shay, stop. I know that the air, that first era is gone and done, Like, but we are not ready for this. <laughs> right. Man, no, I didn't know that. He, he marches in with a uh, Tyson Chandler Thunder jersey, and he's like, what could have been, guys? What could have been? 
Oh, that, I mean, no, you can't do that. Like, I still feel uncomfortable when I see, like, friends that I have that have Sonics hats and wear them to Thunder Games. I'm like, nope. Yeah, not he, no. You can't do it. There's no, no, too no. many wounds. Too many wounds. Yeah. Don't don't bring that up. No. And I'd rather just not have the debate with people from Seattle. No, I'm so, I yeah, no, I can't do it. Just leave them alone, guys. Leave them alone. Yeah, we, we won. We, it's over. It's over. <laughs> Victory is ours. <laughs> so what do you think? So here's my question. The players got roughly a month yeah. till training camp. A little less than, actually. Yeah. What is this when players are getting their vacations in? I think their vacays are pretty much over. So at this point, they're getting ready. Practicing. Yeah. Getting There's back into shape. A bunch of them are probably here. Moose is probably here. Working out. <laughs> he probably was here after he signed the contract. Like, well, I guess this is my home now. I told you I saw him. No. Outside the practice facility. Yeah, you did. Yeah. 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 You didn't say anything? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> uh, hey. Hey, Moose. Hey, Mike. What or was Musk. It, what was it like when Sam was at your front doorstep? Was that weird? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. While college football season is now in full swing, placing a wager on college football has never been easier with the best odds at betonline.ag. This week, I'm walking, well, I'm watching Oklahoma State. But wait, can you believe the NFL preseason is underway? To celebrate another season kickoff, betonline.ag and CLNS Media are giving you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this football season. Get into all the action with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and conditions. Hey, guys. Twitter questions. So OSU is favored by 14 tonight. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. You've got to take, well, OSU, but I mean Oklahoma State. Yeah. You've got to, I mean, I don't know anything about OSU this year. There's a there's a quarterback battle. Ooh, quarterback battle. But Oregon State, yeah. I just found out, has won three games in two years. Yeah. My good friend Andrew Schleich told me that. Yeah. You're saying hammer the over? I would take the over. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But that's 930 tonight, so get your bet in. Do it now. BetOnline.ag. Yeah. Support the people that support <laughs> the other. Amen. All right, guys. Our first Twitter question comes from at GV underscore Nascimento, who says, you can upgrade a youngster's arsenal right away. What would you choose? Ferguson's off the dribble scoring. Hami's almost 40% three-point shot. Baisley's good enough for a, for a quality 15-minute night, or Burton's post-defense plus reliable 35% three-point shot to be a legitimate stretch four. So let me just say this. like They brought... Our listeners brought some killer Twitter questions. There were some great ones. So, and I thought that first off, because I was like, which one of these... There's one that sticks out to me probably above the others. Okay. But they're all really hard. Yeah. I think, my, my, I think the Baisley one, I'm, that's the one that I knock out first. And then Ferguson's off the dribble scoring is the second one for me to knock out. Whoa, okay. Well, you talk, and then I'll talk. 
The one that's the most intriguing to me yeah? is Hami's almost 40% three-point shot. Interesting. I think he is the most explosive player on the team now. Uh, and for him to be able to consistently shoot the three, I mean, that dude is going to be a bit pretty sick. Pretty sick, man. <laughs> kind of like Terrence Ross, maybe. Um, yeah. It's the guy you've wanted. Could be. And Could he's be. like 20? Yeah, he's 21. I mean, that's what you want, bro. Yeah, be cool. Although Ferguson pretty much is the exact same thing, right? Like, because if you added, not that Hami can necessarily shoot off the dribble, or but he can score off the dribble. He's a better slasher. He can he can handle better than yeah. Ferg. So sure. basically, both of those would create the same player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although Ferguson hasn't hit forty percent from the three. He has not. The Burton one is just a personal, like... Oh, I know, same. Awesome. Like, if if Deontay Burton became, like, a starting level four, oh there's my not God. many things... P.J. Ab- Tucker is about, basically what he's not, trying to become. There's not much about the center team I would like more than that. <laughs> Burton may get... So, number one is, if you haven't watched... We posted it last week, but if you didn't watch the video, uh, the Thunder have been doing kind of just the summer random video series, and Burton did his... Did you watch it? Yes. It was yeah. so good. It was good. He also, if you saw the picture of him in Iowa State and the picture of him now or the picture even in Korea when he was playing, and even if you looked at last year, that dude has lost, I bet, 35 pounds. He has, and he needed to. He looks great. If he hadn't, I'd be a little worried. Yeah. Because you can't be 250 pounds and six foot four. What's wild, though, is to be as big as he was and how freakishly athletic I, he is. I know. Is. He could still get up. Dude could dunk. And he was gigantic. Yeah. He was massive. So, um, What do you think? Which one did you land on? I mean, the Hami one is great because he's like ultimate 3 and D playing transition guy. But if Ferguson could score off the dribble, like if he could take threes off the dribble and could get in the paint and score off the dribble, he's like a fringe all-star type of player, right? Because he can shoot it. He can obviously has great athleticism. Good defender. I mean, that's, I mean, maybe not fringe all-star, but that's, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's kind of creating like the same type of player. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a big one for him. That's like the next step for him is like, can he do anything with the dribble? And I have my doubts. Yeah, it didn't, if Summer League, which is a horrible indicator of anything, but Summer League of 2018 is any. Yeah. And it's hard because you can't, utilize any of the actual regular season to evaluate whether or not Ferguson has the potential to yeah, do he, that because he's just, he was asked to do one thing. He touched the ball like six times a game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, I don't know either. And of those six times, four of them were the expectation that shoot it immediately. Yeah. And the other two were pass it immediately. Yeah. I would probably choose Hami though. At the end of the day, if you can get a 40% three point shooting wing that has crazy athleticism, I would probably take that. Over Ferg. But yeah, it's a good question. That is a yeah, great question. That was that is probably the one that is least likely to happen. Yes. Out of all of these. For real. <laughs> I mean that and that's why I would choose Tommy's it. shot may be actually broken. Yeah. It's got may- a little hiccup in it, and that's not the most encouraging thing. I ever. know. I mean, if he if he's thirty three percent, that's awesome. The thing about Hami that I'm always appreciative of is there nobody plays he plays with an incredible swagger. Yeah. And he plays with a lot of confidence. He's from New York City. 
I mean, for real. Yeah. Like, he just plays. He also is the only rookie. This is probably not true, but it feels like the only rookie that ever felt confident enough in themselves to get technicals during the season. <laughs> the dude would just get on refs, man, if he felt like he was fouled or whatever. And he won the dunk contest. He did also win the dunk contest. He was great. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at up to ask who wants us to assume every Thunder starter was a free agent this summer and to give them new contracts, dollars, and years. All right, so the way I did this is I pulled up all of the contracts that people got this year. And evaluated every single one. Yeah, so I broke them down. In a database. No, I mean... It's a tough question. Like we could start with Steve. Like if Steven were up for contra- a, a new contract this summer, I think like a fair deal is probably like a four-year deal starting around seventeen million per year. Don't you think? Yeah. So Jonas Valanciunas got fifteen, basically. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Dang it! And who would you rather have, Steven or Steve. Jonas? Steve. Yeah. So he's making 25.8. Yeah. He's the only casual, well, other than Kevin Durant, but he's the only, like, he was the only signing of 2016, like that year that was so jacked up. Like, if Steve was a free agent the year before, getting his extension the year before, the year after, like, he's making 15 to 16 million. And I was just like, man, Steve's on a really good contract. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what I would say. Yeah, that's what he's worth. He's worth about seventeen million as of today. So that's that's where I go there. Okay, Chris Paul is an interesting one because you also have to view it. There will be teams that will sign "quote unquote" star players to contracts they don't deserve and look really stupid. Like if like if the Knicks had a chance to sign Chris Paul to like a two year deal. Rather than doing all the deals that they did, they right. would probably do it. They'd probably right. give them like a two-year, $60 million contract, right? So Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. is making this year $33 million. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, the, if it's a short deal, there would be a team that would pay right. Chris Paul $30 million. If you, If Chris Paul was a free agent this summer, this mm-hmm. past summer, would a team sign him? Because he's got three years left. He's got three years left. Would somebody have signed him for a three years, thirty-five million dollar contract? I don't know. I don't. Three year. I two years. Yes. Three years. Probably not. Right. Maybe but nobody would have signed him to a three year forty million forty five. But also million. maybe the Lakers would have if they had the space. And they had the space because they before were waiting they, on Kawhi. Before they gobbled everybody up, they're yeah. waiting on Kawhi. And if they could have chosen Chris Paul, they or, probably would have, or like the Danny Green, you know, L, that crew. KCP, JaVale McGee, yeah. So then you have Chris Paul, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and, and a bunch of vet minimums and people Kuzma. that want to, yeah, Kuzma. They would probably, You're rather, probably right. They would probably rather have that. They probably even given them three years to be honest with you. I know that's what I'm saying. Like they may, maybe they would have. Yeah, but that's it's a tough situation because. The Chris Paul injury stuff is real. The Chris Paul age stuff is obviously real. But he is still very good and very impactful. And I think people forget that just because he kind of has a bad 
you know, locker room reputation right now because of the way that things went down with Houston. Um, it's funny that like James Harden never gets blamed for any of that either. Like we just, oh, let's just go ahead and blame Chris Paul. But anyways, yeah, I think that his contract, obviously 38 million is, he's overpaid. So we've, we've got two guys overpaid, but you know, they, they could probably get something close. I mean, 30 million, like two or three years at 30 million. I think Chris Paul could have gotten this summer. Uh, Gallinari. Gallinari is making $22.6 million this year. Oh, let me pull up what people made. Sorry. You know what would be awesome? To have a million dollars. <laughs> if I had a million dollars. Come on, bare naked ladies. The popular bare naked ladies were right. Yeah. I'd be rich <laughs> if I had a million dollars. It'd be awesome. Okay, so here's my question <laughs> Gallinari this year, just this year. Yeah. $22 million. That's not counting all his endorsements. You know what else would be awesome? a lot of endorsements? Probably in Italy, I'm assuming. I don't know. I have no idea. You know what else would be awesome? To be, uh, to be uh, have a, just an endorsement for my life. They'll say, hey, uh, you have to wear uh, this every day. I'd do it. Yeah, you would. Tobias awesome. Harris is making $36 million a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for comps from that season. I know, man. You I, would probably prefer Tobias. Yeah, just health and track record, probably. I would not want Tobias Harris on that deal. Um, yeah, I mean, he'd probably make between 25 and $30 million, right? So, unless I don't know how to do math, which is potentially right, uh, Bogdanovich is making 18.25 a year. Yeah. Which feels massively under what I assumed his value was, but maybe I'm just wrong on his He's value. He's in his 30s. Is he? So, well, yeah. so is Danilo. Uh, he might be 30. Or his yeah. body's in his 30s. He's yeah. been hurt a lot. Yeah, he's 31. Uh, I'm prepared to like Danilo so much this season. Gallo's really good. Gallo's better than... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you're thinking 20... I mean, 25. 20, is 22... I think that's it. I mean, that's what he's Harrison making now. Bar- Harrison Barnes made 21... Is making twenty one for four years. I mean, you'd rather have. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like. So he's properly paid, or maybe even a little underpaid. So I think we've got like Chris Paul's overpaid, Stevens overpaid. I Terry Rozier's making nineteen million a year. It's not a comp for anybody. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, next starter. So Shea is a interesting one. He's making 3.9. He's on his rookie scale deal. I mean, this is hard to evaluate because you've had one year. I get that. But one year, 20 years old. If Terry Rogier is making 19 million. Someone, I mean, yeah, you'd pay him. 20, I mean, for real, though. Yeah, like, 20 million. Like he'd make 20 million plus after what he did last year. Isn't that quasi? Isn't that quasi? He said that's quasi. Quasi. Uh, Rubio's making 17 a year. Who would you rather have? I mean, it's not even a question. Think, yeah. I mean, it's not. Okay, so... So, it, he is underpaid mm-hmm. on a higher level of which Adams is overpaid. <laughs> yeah. So, we're just trying to get neutral. Now, nobody's, we're not going to be able to match Chris Paul's... Anyway. So, the Andre one is tough. And I don't know... I, you can't really even evaluate it. Yeah, and there's it's either like he plays or he doesn't. Too, right. So what is what would Ferguson get? 
that one's an interesting one. What does Ferguson get on the open market? Ferguson's a free agent, 22 years old, or 21. He's so, he's so young. You think he's 22. He's played three years in the NBA already. I mean, they're going to have to make this decision next year. Like, what does he get? You're giving him a 4 for 40? So who do, you think, who do you think that the NBA would value more, DeLon Wright or Terrence Ferguson? I would value Ferguson more. So that's a three-year, $29 million, so a little under 10 a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like 10 to 12 a year for a guy like Ferg is probably about right. Man, you're crazy. Seth Curry got $8 million a year. Yeah. So somewhere in there, 8 to 10. Don't you? Sure. I think the Thunder. I think, if I'm the Thunder, I pay that. By the I way, I think probably ten to twelve. So can they extend him this season? Like, is it kind of the same thing that they're dealing with the Grant, or is it one more year? He'll have his rookie scale. His his fourth year is upcoming. Okay. And so he can, he'll be extension eligible after that. Yeah. I mean, I just four for forty. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ferguson. So number one, the reason I would extend Ferguson without question. Number one is he still matches your timeline. Yeah. Number two is he will always have trade value. Exactly. For ten million dollars for a shooter, he that becomes almost deep. more valuable as like a ten million dollar player that you could trade. Yep. That has like four years left on his deal. Yeah. Rodney Hood's two years at sixteen. Yeah. They're probably comparable. I would say Rodney Hood's a little more. He's a much better offensive player. Yeah. Ferguson is a better defensive player than the guys you've mentioned. Yeah. And it will be interesting to see can he play small forward because cool. they're going to ask him to play small forward this year. Corey Joseph, like. How did Corey Joseph just get a three-year, $37 million deal? Kings, baby. Kings. <sighs> Kings, baby. Kings, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ferguson, but Ferguson's interesting because, like, who – like, do you start him? Do you start CP3, Shea, and Ferg? No. I really don't think so. I think you're going to start Dre. What if Dre – isn't the same is not the same or can't go or it's like he gets on the court and you're like oh okay robertson's a four now like that's a thing that could happen because if he can't play in the you're perimeter right. if he's slowed like he down did, at all i mean and he should be slowed down he hasn't played in like a year and a half yeah yeah the issue is not whether or not you played in a year and a half the issue is whether or not your athleticism rebounded after your patella tendon exploded i know dude I mean, <laughs> but you know that's. I mean, the hope is is that a year and a half of sitting out because he's still not. I mean, he's what twenty seven, maybe twenty eight. Yeah, he's twenty eight. He's in that place where he should be able to recover close to a hundred percent. I mean, like maybe. I trust his athleticism more than Jeremy Lin's rebounding. Maybe is what I'm trying to say. Like, sure, because that's the only comp that I know of. But still, I know if he's a four, dude. Here's the reality for me, dude. I don't know where he is in a year. I know. He may not be in the NBA. He may not be. I think people will give him a shot. I think he'll get a shot. I think so, too, because he's so, he's so brilliant as a defender, but he is so limited on the perimeter for a stretch four. I mean, I don't know. Like, if you had your choice between Taj Gibson at 28, I know now he's like yeah. 55 and the Knicks just keep paying him, but whatever. But if you had your choice between a Taj Gibson and an Andre Robertson, which would be a similar feel, like mm-hmm. – I mean, you probably take the guy that's more naturally slotted for that position, you know? Yeah. To move a guy from the two. I mean, to be fair, he 
played he, you're right. the big position you're right. throughout most of his career he's, until he got to the NBA. He's a slasher. He finishes at the rim, like all of that stuff. You're right, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because let's say he can't play the three. Who else on this team plays the three? Uh, Hami. <laughs> Ferguson. Nader. I mean, it's Ferguson. No, if Nader. Dude, get ready. I know. I will watch another team. Get ready. Because uh, other than that, like Deontay could play the three. He's just short. Like the well, issue. You said he's going to play the four. He said he's PJ Tucker. For sure. But for me, it's like this is what's weird is to guard a. I guess, I mean, I guess this is not really valid, but for me, in my mind at least, is to be short and guard a four that's more post up driven, right? Is a different ball game than because when you think of the three position, you think of all of the best players in the NBA, right? Kawhi, Paul George. You guard James Harden in that game, and yeah, but you know, I don't know. For some reason, in my mind, it's like a shorter guy guarding a three that can shoot and dribble and do all those things. It's way more disadvantage. Yeah, but yeah, he did well. He did well enough against Harden. Yeah, maybe Burton just can guard one through five. I mean, maybe. I mean, the, he, it, there honestly is like a small window of hope that he could be that guy. And, it, and it's if Dre can't play or if they trade him or whatever, you know, we may end up in a place where Deontay plays quite a bit for this team. And the cool thing is that this team is throwing out lineups that are getting ran off the floor. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Alton Jack. Who says the writers of the Oklahoma of the Oklahoman have been bringing up Oklahoman Oklahoman have been bringing up a Chris Paul for Andrew Wiggins trade? What are your thoughts on that? Get out of my face! You are not a fan of Wiggins. No. What? What reason? What reason do you have to be a, a fan of him? Is there a contract? That was more universally disliked than that Wiggins one. Probably not. So it's the pressure today. the Timberwolves have of, well, we don't want to just let our guy go for nothing. I mean, that's yeah, what all it is. you're in a crap position. That's why a lot of teams are getting out from certain players before they have to give them an extension. It's because they don't want to be put in a position like this. And this is not a position I don't that you want to be in. It's funny is like I think of when the Thunder didn't like when they moved Grant, it's the same conversation. Yeah. But I'd be more jacked about Grant on a I don't know. You think Grant will get twenty this year? He might. He That's might. a lot of money. It's a lot of money, man. The market might demand that. I mean Wiggins twenty nine point two this year. No no no, twenty seven this year, twenty nine, thirty one, thirty three. In 2023, you'll be paying him $33.3 million. And he's basically been the same player since he's came in the league. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I would not. I mean, the argument is maybe he's a different player in a different environment. I'm not willing to take, you know, $33 million and throw that at him when the Thunder are trying to rebuild and trying to do this the right way. Right. Like, you don't need him. You don't need him. You don't need him to come in and take 17 shots a game. No. I mean, that's what he's going to do. The hard part is that's a that's a, an expensive bet on a guy figuring it out. 
that <laughs> hasn't shown any sort of because I think the question yeah. marks for Wiggins has always been. I mean, Jimmy Butler brought this up. It's like desire and want to and will and like that's what differentiates between these guys that take you know that maybe we're in a situation that just didn't work out for them Mm -hmm. well and then they find another landing spot that really reinvigorates them or whatever most of that is indicated on their bump like danny green for example like not number one is being able to land in san antonio is the perfect place to figure out what you can be Mm -hmm. but you also have to have work ethic you also have, have to, to go in there and have the want to and the desire to be better and to do yep. these different things. And Wiggins, so far, hasn't done anything to make you feel like he would want to do that. Like, how would Wiggins handle being demoted? And I know, number one pick, Danny Green was high pick, but he wasn't number one. How would Wiggins handle the, a moment like going to the G League for an era? He wouldn't. No, he would just probably quit. And playing. he doesn't. he's not a G League player. But no, like, but Danny Green, we wouldn't think now is either, but he spent. Yeah, he spend? but he's so limited. Like He's yeah. a limited player. I, I, it, like, it's he not, can't it's, dribble. He can't do a lot. Of, it's I mean, not an accurate or fair comparison. I understand that. But it's one of those things where it's like you have to have something inside you that pushes you out. Just plain athleticism, giftedness is not enough to no. get you where you need to be. I'm just out on guys that play like every fifth game, have a great game. Like, I'm just out on those guys. And every fifth game apparently was against the Thunder. Was, he was great against OKC. He was great against teams like the Lakers. But, like, I don't want to – I don't want a, a star – he's not a star player, and that's why he's not. Like, he could be a star player if he played – gave the same effort every night. But, like, I'm just out on guys that don't give the right effort. And he's only he's, – this is twenty year 24 for him. He's still so young. He's that's what's young. intriguing about him. There's, there's some intrigue there. But I'm not willing to tie any part of this next era to Andrew Wiggins. Like, what do you? You're going to give up picks in a trade that includes Chris Paul, and they're not, and the Timberwolves aren't doing that deal, unless you probably include two or three first round picks. And in which case, I say, no thanks. Like, I'd rather have a, another bite at the apple than have Andrew Wiggins on this team. I mean, he had a negative warp. He had negative offensive win shares last year. For a, guy that's, for a guy that's going to take the most shots on your team. No, I'm good. I'm out. I'm out on him. I, don't, I, would, not, I would not want him on this team. I, you want to reset the Thunder don't era? Don't reset with Wiggins. Don't, don't even think about Andrew Wiggins. Like, don't do it. If you think that he can be the guy he was against OKC, sure. But I don't think he is. I don't think that's who he is. I mean, he faded when they traded for Jimmy Butler. He faded. And Jimmy Butler just ridiculed him. Could not handle it. <laughs> well, he couldn't handle it. Right. I'm sorry, but like you're you're Andrew Wiggins. You're the number one pick in the draft. Freaking Air Canada. Maple Jordan. I'm out. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Warner West. Who, who wants or who says he recently picked up an OKC hat signed by Daniel Orton? <laughs> What's the most obscure piece of OKC memorabilia that you've seen? That's a good one. I I think I have a signed Daniel Orton like mini poster, which is, the a Daniel Orton anything is very obscure. Yeah. I don't have anything obscure necessarily i it just made me think about 
one of the things we're talking about potentially doing before the season starts and is doing maybe a trivia show that kind of closes down the first era of Thunder basketball. And we just keep talking about like one of the things that'd be awesome to do is like a random piece of uh, clothing or whatever. Well, the, the idea I had was era. you have everybody, every Thunder fan has these shirts in your closet that you don't really want to get rid of. But you also are never going to wear it, like a Kevin Durant shirt, or even maybe like I think you could, you should, and probably will still wear like Russell Westbrook stuff. But like that's going to fade as time goes on too. But like the idea is, we'll all get together. It's going to be at Blue Garden and do a trivia night from the last ten years of Thunder basketball, and you come and you wear. Your Serge Ibaka Air Congo shirt. It's a safe space to it's a, and it, to wear that again. And it's honestly like I think it'll be really fun. We don't have a date yet for it, but it's going to be before the season starts. We'll have a really awesome prize pack. It'll probably be like teams of like four, maybe. Mm. Like get your team of four. Like if you have a a, a knowledgeable, you know, three friends about the Thunder, Thunder basketball, wear a hilarious like throwback Thunder jersey or shirt or whatever i had i think i think it would be super fun and a, and a good way to kind of end that era and yep. then start this the tree and leaf when tree and leaf daily thunder partnered yeah like it was some of the best content because before you know now it's like everybody everybody makes thunder shirts. yeah but the orange james harden one with a beard on it i bet i wore that I shirt 500 it has times. the beard on the underside mm-hmm. of it yep yeah i bet i wore that shirt 500 times i know man can't wear it again can't wear it i don't even have it anymore actually that's one i did throw away i burned it i burned it you james (laughs) burn it um i've got i had the burlington shirt like i had almost all of those thunder you that was my favorite one they were great zombie sonics yeah i never got that one i literally am so out on everything sonics it was (laughs) it's rare that's the one that got them a cease and desist yeah, yeah which is great but yeah anyways i'm trying to think i don't have a ton of like super obscure thunder stuff i, I have a signed picture kevin durant russell westbrook jeff green <laughs> that's pretty good which is pretty good but uh that's pretty good man but for good. real look out for our <laughs> trivia party that we're going to have. It's going to be really fun. We'll start probably advertising for yeah, it pretty soon. We, we'll set a date and get you out there. Hey guys, let's move on to our next sort of question. It comes from at a uh, Project A World. I'm sorry, at Project A World. Who says that at Mikey Barra mentioned that the Pacers might try to move off of Domus and that the Thunder would probably be interested. Domus. What could you see as a realistic trade package for him? I'm not sure McKelly. I think it's McKelly wasn't reporting that he's hearing things. He he's saying here like, first. He's saying like, well, maybe like he heard me say it. What are you going to do with Miles Turner and Domas? Like, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of noise around this. Breaking too. news. You heard it here first. What would the Thunder give for him? I think you'd have to include one of your guards, um, Ferguson. I mean, maybe it, the question is, what would what would you be willing to move? Yeah. I'd move Ferguson for him. I'd move Ferguson in a first without question for him. Yeah. So the question I have, though, is like, the, do Domas and Steve fit together still? No. So, I mean, I love the idea of having Domas, but it's one of those things like, 
is it the setup so that Domas is the guy that ages with Shea going forward and you're ready to roll off of Steve? Yeah, I, no. I worry a little bit about Domas's ability to defend at the rim. Sure, yeah. And be like your full-time starting center. I think he's, he's great as a big coming I mean, at like a 25-minute roll coming off the bench or even playing next to a guy that can defend a little bit better than he does. The Thunder don't have that. And then like then you have if you have Domas, I feel like then you have to really focus on the right pieces for him. Yeah. Rather than like just taking best players available and moving forward. Cuz he's a guy that you kind of have to build around. Where like Shea is a guy you don't have to build around, like you just take guys and he's going to fit in like Shea could be the lead ball handler. He could be the guy that plays off the ball. You know, like he it doesn't really matter to him. Domas, I don't really think he's a four. I think he's a five, but he's a five that is not great at protecting the rim, which is worrisome. Sure, to me. But obviously, a highly productive player. Yeah, he can really score. He can really pass. He's a great rebounder. I don't know, man. I I like him. I. I'd be willing to take a chance on him, but at the expense of Steven, I don't know. Yeah. Because Steven, and people may disagree with this, but I think Steven has become very underrated at this point in the summer with the conversations that happen about him, that he just wasn't very good at the playoffs, that he's overpaid, he's all these things. And then you completely cover up everything that he is to the team and everything that he's done and can do and will do for this team this year. I mean, there's a legitimate chance that he averages like 17 and 12 this year. You're you're literally preaching to the choir. I know. So <laughs> I mean, I know there's nobody. In we here got that a huge fight about this, uh, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I I think probably if you're the Thunder and you're going to make moves, like I would assume, unless unless Sam has a plan that's different than what we assume, unless Steve is not a part of the next four years. Yeah. Um. I assume that any sort of move will be more for picks and more for is that me? Maybe I don't know. More for picks or more for like younger assets yeah. on the wing is my assumption. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, honestly, because what do you? And this is a kind of a question that you think about Domas. Like, what does he make next summer as a restricted free agent? Yeah, I'm just trying to. I don't know. How, I mean, I'd have to do a little bit of work to figure out who's going to want to center and somebody that plays like him. Because Domas is, I mean, he's fantastic, but he is limited. I mean, you I think... to pay him $20 million a year. No, 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 no. I don't think that's he what he, that's what he may demand that. He may Jonas, demand that. Jonas got 16. He's younger than Jonas. He's more mm-hmm. unproven. He's got more potential than Jonas. Sure, does. sure. So, I mean, I, I mean, that might happen. In which case, is Pacers, that, Pacers have to say, see you later. Is that what you're wanting to pay him? And that's why they might trade him. That's why he might be available via trade, is if they're calling agents and saying, what do you think for Domas this summer? Yeah, 20, 20 million. We got to get whatever we can. We got to trade right him. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, right. that could be a thing. And if the Thunder called and said, hey, we'll give you Terrence Ferguson in a first round pick, they'd be like, yep. Now, would the Thunder sign him for 20 million next year? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I don't know that you want to. And then what do you do with Steven? That's where it's difficult. Like with with Terrence, 
he's going to have value on his next contract unless it balloons to something crazy. With big guys that you sign to an extension, unless it's an undervalued deal, those guys automatically become overpaid and then people think they're overrated and then this, this conversation continues like it's similar to Steven where it's like, is he really worth that? Unless you're, an, unless you're like a superstar big man, like a Jokic, Embiid, Towns, unless you're one of those guys, you're going to be yeah, overpaid the center as a big position. man. You know? I don't know that Domas, because of his physical limit, you know, limitations, can get there. If he had a 7-3 wingspan, I'd say, sign me up. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Michael McAfee. I'm also sorry, McKelly, because McKelly will hate that answer. He's going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, a Thunder Genie is giving you one of three options, which is not how genies work, but (laughs) anyway, these are the options. One, Brian Davis and Antonio Daniels call Thunder games for the next two seasons. Oh, man, that's a good one. Is it? I don't think so. Number Brian two, Davis and Antonio Daniels? Number two. AD's so good, man. Two. Storm chasers disappear until we're in the playoffs again. Three. <sighs> the loves patch is gone forever, replaced with a patch of your choosing. I'm probably... I mean, the Storm Chaser won. So since... I've got my media credential. I've had to deal with the Storm Chasers so much less. I haven't really had to think about them all that much, to be I honest. Think about them constantly. I know, because they're, they're not in my face, and yes. they're not trying to get me to do anything. Yes. And so that one, I'm, I would not choose that one just because it doesn't, hasn't affected me more. If I was still, I mean, if I was sitting with Luke every game, it would be that one, and it would be, that would be no question. The Loves Patch, here's my thing. I think the Loves Patch can be changed and hopefully will be changed at some point to where it's not so blatantly terrible. So I'm holding out hope. Here's, you want to know my choice? The Loves Patch is gone forever, replaced with a patch of my choosing. Yeah. You can put anything there. That opens, the the others are pretty restrictive, like, you get two years of that announced team. The, the Thunder Storm Chasers disappear until we're in the playoffs again. This is a patch forever. And yeah. you get to pick, and it could be anything. Would you put your face on the Thunder jersey? Exactly. I'm thinking about my face or, um, you know. Arby's? Arby's would be really good. I, I would just like it to be, um, say, like, let me think. I don't even know. We have the meats on would, the jersey. I would like it to be just like uh, I can see. I haven't even thought about it because there is so because the uh, the possibilities are endless. Would you go I back would put to we have the meats on a jersey in a second? That'd yeah, be amazing. But you could just have. I'm thinking Arby's. Bring but it you back. Could just have it say like a cuss word, and I would probably have it be that. Why? Because it would be hilarious. Would it? Yes. Would it? You could be more creative than that. Well. See, I, I need more time. I know, but but that one is the best. A popular opinion. I don't really get bothered that much by the love match. Yeah, so it? I, it's whatever. I it, would I would choose having 
AD and Brian Davis on every broadcast. Oh, for sure. And it's not really that close. I mean, me. that just makes it makes uh, the Pelicans even more. Dude, of a I can't believe the league Thunder didn't team. hire him. They screwed up so bad. I'm sorry, they screwed up so. So, bad. where would you rank not hiring Antonio Daniels on the list of Thunder mistakes, above <laughs> or below James Harden trade? Slightly below James Harden trade. It's it's it is a mistake. He was so good. So what do you think the thirty for thirty on Antonio so Daniels not being hired will be? <laughs> no, but for real, man. Like, it was a it's a huge mistake. It is. It's a massive mistake. Massive. Would you have instead of Cage, Cageman? I like Cage. I like Cage. He's doing both. Cage just. I know the difference not between what like Cage it. does and what AD would do is just not. It's not close. And the Cage is great. Like Cage, great guy, super nice guy. Tells you. Do some, you think? Here's controversy. You ready for this? Do you mm-hmm. think the Thunder did not want to hire Antonio Daniels because of the fact that he is? I have no idea. A little more critical. I do feel like the Thunder hire the guys that are just like, "Hey, we're doing some overly stuff." Overly optim- optimistic. Yeah, Cage is that. He is that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Next year is going to be weird, and part of it's going to be weird because how do they spend them being bad in seasons? I don't is that know. What you mean? But a good thing, although what? I'm still on that fence where I like I would take the over thirty three wins. I think is what we saw. We'll talk about Thunder. this later. Save it. Save it, Jay. I think I'll save it, Jay. Save it, Jay. I think I take double. We do get more Nick Gallo this double year. Double those wins. More Nick Gallo is always. Is good. he going to do it with? What's he, he doing? He's taking Leslie's place. Oh, cool. I like Nick. Nick's a, I like Nick, Leslie, too. But Nick is the greatest. Hey, guys, let's move on. Turn Salt of the earth. Twitter He question. is for real. He have seems you met like, him No, he just seems Dude. like literally. How, how nice of a guy do you have to be to have, like, through a TV screen and limited moments, you project genuine niceness? He's kindness. He is the, he is the best. That's what you want to be, man. The very That's best. Good. Who's replacing Antonio Daniels in the pregame stuff, I wonder? Uh, I don't know. Nick Collison. That would be tight. Earl Watson. That would not be that tight. Kyle Weaver. Really tight. <laughs> How many players? Uh, Kendrick Perk. No, 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 no. Perk. Man, Perk. That would be down, though, from where he's I think I feel like Perk has peaked and valleyed <sighs> so many times this summer. Man, it's for been, real. It's been weird. Hey, guys, our next Twitter question is from at the underscore Sternlicht, who wants to know what's the most cringeworthy moment in the office history. I think there's – for me, there's just one dominant one. See, I have one, but I don't think it's the same one. And okay, I think – Scott's Tots is the one episode where I literally <sighs> had I to, know, like, man. close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one, man, to me. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do to make our dreams come true? What's hilarious is that they end the, the episode with with them singing it in the car. It's uh, Ellie Camper, or whatever yeah. her name is. Uh, what was her name in the show? Um, oh, man. I, I forget. Shoot. Um, mine is... Aaron. Aaron, yeah. yeah. Mine is when Michael uh, kisses Oscar. On the lips. <laughs> See, and like brings him close. <laughs> and Oscar's like, no, don't do this. Mine. Oh, I just hate that. Mine oh. is when Andy Bernard is in 
the like community theater presentation of uh, whatever it is. The way he just like the community. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just hate, and I just don't like it. It's just like, what are they doing? <laughs> Why are they doing this? <laughs> like, there's so much singing. Where his cell phone is and ringing. And his cell phone goes yeah. off. And the wine bottle that someone drinks in slowly <laughs> rolls down the thing. <laughs> it's, just, it's just real bad. It's very bad. I don't like that Aaron one. and Cece show up in the back. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's that one for me. And it's because she's and, babysitting for him, right? Yeah. And the other thing is it's probably the episode <laughs> like I've disaster. seen more than any other episode. Oh, it's really? It's on TV Somehow all you turn the on Comedy time. Central into that uh, episode. Yes, okay. it's all the time. Scott's Tots is really bad, though. If Scott's Tots is on, I watch it all. It's great. It's yeah. a, I, yes, you want to watch it? He's like, I can't, I, dude. It. I got you. He got them laptop batteries. <laughs> Lithium rechargeable batteries. Oh, the Bruce Springsteen <laughs> tickets to the to the crime aid auction where he offers it to him, and all of them are like, you didn't get the tickets, did you? Yeah. You know. <laughs> See, I oh, like that one. I like that Phyllis's one. Phyllis's entire wedding, when he tries to give the speech. Oh, my God. Oh, when yeah, he's just, walking the pushing the dad down and he's like no I'll get up and he's just pissed <laughs> like I'm not having this I like I like that one a lot too that one is good yeah that one is very cringeworthy yeah it, that's the one I'm one pretty one. sure that's the one that I like fast forwarded or <laughs> I know <laughs> are you really gonna do this that's Pam one. set him up on the blind date with that girl when he meets her at the coffee shop and he's like uh <laughs> The, Phyllis's wedding is really good because Dwight. I got this whole thing pulled up and I'm oh, dying do? right now. Dwight's the bouncer and kicks out what turns out to be like yes. an elderly uncle. Yes. <laughs> and they can't find him. Yeah. And Michael finds him outside and like at the end. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Dwight's like, get out of here, freeloader. <laughs> when Jim and Pam do the. Do the uh, like kind of secretive double date, and then when Michael figures out it's a double date, he turns into like date Mike. It's so good. oh date Mike. I yeah. love that. Hat. Oh my god! Oh. And he turns and goes date Mike. Nice to meet me. Nice. <laughs> that one is bad. I mean the the one that's also just like classically cringeworthy is when they have dinner at Michael's house. See, that's my that's, that's my, my favorite, favorite episode. episode. It, it is it is a great. If you've ever watched the bloopers and outtakes of it, they say it was the hardest episode of the entire show for them to record, but it's so bad. His plasma screen. <laughs> it's like the tin mountain on the wall. Oh dude, it is so bad. And what's the song that, uh, her intern or whatever was singing. Oh, uh, I know oh, dude. It's so bad. The other great thing is when Dwight comes with his, babysitter that's also yes. kind of as good as date she's the woman from donnie darko that donnie darko tells to stick something up her anus oh really <laughs> tells his it goes and tells his mom it's the same actress wow and it makes it so much more hilarious i didn't know that she's in donnie darko she's so funny donnie darko great movie so two of the two of the other moments that we can move on they talk about is when kevin pours dumps his chili all over the floor yeah. that's not cringeworthy that's not cringeworthy that's just, it's funny just, that's just but one of his when michael great. shows the clip of him from the tv show the fundo bundle and oh, then they yeah. see how like sad and that's just sad. depressing he is <laughs> oh he's just like yeah anytime when michael just mentions like I just want to get married and have a family. I just want to have friends. You're just like, oh, I know. Like we can tell. He he proposed. The, the lady's actually his real wife, but she's early on in the show. I think she's his realtor. 
and he yeah. like proposed oh. to her at something. And it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's one of the people that he has to call and tell that he has herpes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's just a fever blister. In God, it. that show is so great. That show is so great. Apparently, uh, being taken off Netflix and like. I know. A year or two years or whatever. Binging in. I know. Hey guys, I have one last question for you. Hey, what's your grocery store? DJ Frijoles wants to know. DJ underscore Frijoles, what's your go to grocery store? Uptown grocery. How much groceries do you get? So, okay. So, to help you understand the answer to that question, Luke is without power still for four days. Four days. days. No no power still. Since the storms. Since the storms that came in on whatever. Shoot. So I asked him, I said, dude, I mean, everything in your refrigerator is ruined. And he's just like, well, let me just tell you what's in my refrigerator. Yes, I can tell you. Because it's <laughs> it's it's 90% beverages. Beers. Waters. Topo Chico's. Topo Chico's. And diet ginger ales. That's it. End mm-hmm. of story. In a Brita. End of it. <laughs> These are the items that I had to throw away from my thing. A pack of hot links. One. Wow. I'm even impressed that you had that. Hot links are good. He had a hankering. Two. A bag of unopened carrots. <laughs> Three. Half a thing of ice cream. Oh, that's a bummer. End of list. What kind of ice cream? It was Jimmy Fallon's The Tonight Dough. Oh. That's good. I go between The Tonight Dough and American Dream. Okay. They're both ben and Jerry's. Great. Yeah, both. Yeah, both BJs. Um, <clears throat> okay, that's the end. Of, that's the end of a list of the things in my in my refrigerator. So wow. he doesn't frequent grocery stores. Is what I'm trying to say. No, you got to go a lot to get all. I, I actually go to Uptown Grocery a lot because I have dinner, lunch, and dinner there. Dude, they're, they're, yeah, sushi, their food is great. Their sushi, their sushi is fantastic. Their sushi is trash. It's really bad. Whoa, trash. it's not. I no, eat there all the it time. I is eat sushi not good a sushi restaurant the, the quality of fish is so much better I, I, went, don't, I don't get like legitimate sushi that uptown it's not like i'm getting a rainbow roll with like yeah. fresh fish on it yeah. i go and get like the crunchy roll which is a california roll basically yeah. with, okay well then your argument is not very good you said their sushi is that, awesome so let me say this so let me reframe it that one sushi roll that i get is really good okay but their sushi is not very good. Pizza, they got a buffet thing. But their buffet is. What do you think of sprout great. sushi? Have you had it? No, I've never had sprout sushi. Actually, I have had it. I do like it's sprouts okay. a lot. Yeah, it's. Pretty I, good. I go. I go sometimes. I used to go on, on Wednesday. It's half price. Yeah, because of when they've made it and it's getting. So old. here's the question. So maybe the better way to do this is: What grocery stores do you avoid? Uh, every other grocery store except I, that one. I avoid Walmart. Yeah, Walmart's Walmart's right. But everywhere else I go. Yeah. See, I don't go to Homeland a lot because Homeland just feels like they can charge twice what everybody else does. We do all pretty much everything. We do. Aldi I know on the reg. This is where I knew you were going. It's I had great. another conversation with somebody this week about Aldi, and I'm to the point now where I'm, I've just got to go and like force it to exist in my life. It's great. It's great. It's smaller. It's cheaper. It's every every item is cheaper. Every single our neighbors across the street, Aldi fans, girl I work with, Aldi fans. She literally sent me, she took a picture of all the groceries she got for an amount that was like a quarter of what she spent at Target for the same amount of money. Oh, at Target. I mean, it's not even a question. We do like Target, though. Target's great. 
I like the shopping experience at Target. Right. It's the best shopping experience. It is. I don't like the checkout when I see my total. I'm like, oh boy, what did I do? What did I do? But yeah, I would. All these where we go for getting groceries, we do all the Sam's Club. That's what we do. Have you tried Costco yet? It's too far away from me. Yeah, that's true. If it was closer, we would try it. I'm. It's not worth it. Natalie and I have been. It's like always on our, oh, we got to do that. We got to do that to go to Costco. We still haven't done it. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Hey, guys, are you Mr. Nugget Heft? Miffed. 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 Miffed and proofed. One. Miffed. But really not that miffed. I don't have power in my house and have not since Monday. Yeah. There's no, there's no schedule for me to get power back. That whole storm just pissed me off. It was crazy. It was, it was genuinely insane. I'm in my living room watching not the television that I should, apparently. And all of a sudden, here in Edmond, the tornado sirens go off. And I'm like, uh, what? Like, what's happening? Because it, it wasn't even raining here yet. I know. I'm like, what is happening? So I'm like panicked. Because, And then what happens is I'm like, all right, what is going on? I flip on my phone. The first thing I see, tornado warning for Edmond, Oklahoma. And I'm yeah. like, oh, pardon me? I and I can't get my TV to switch over to the correct, because I have direct TV, so it takes a while to get started. So I'm like, my son sleeps upstairs, and so I'm like, go get Andrew! <laughs> get everybody in the car! And we, So what we have to do is we have to go, Natalie's, my wife's grandma lives basically a mile from here. Mm-hmm. And she has an in-her-garage storm shelter, because she's 94. She can't, like, she can't move into a floor yeah. one or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have this one in a garage and so but she can't get into it by herself. Yeah. So we're like getting the truck flying across this the mile to get over. Man, dude, it it's like out of nowhere. And we didn't even get it that bad in Edmond what we realized. Like mm-hmm. winds here, I think probably got 40, 50. Down by Luke <coughs> and south of Luke, 97 mile an hour straight line winds. Yep. That's wild for an August storm just to come out of nowhere like that. 98, was it 97, 98 <laughs> yes, mile an like hour that. winds? Yes. My, I mean, that is so crazy. That is, we had a uh, a trampoline that ended up gone. like straddling. Our trampoline, don't worry about it. I've got that taken care you of. You got it locked in? It does not go anywhere. Neighbor's trampoline flew over, straddled the fence between our our house and our neighbors in the backyard. Have you seen the picture where the trampoline like it broke? And so it ended just up. turned into a spear and went into like a child's bedroom. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. Guys, Dude, I'm, you got to tie those trampolines down, man. GMB'd. New wallet. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, look at that. Let me see. New That's wallet. Interesting choice. I wanted thin. Where'd you get it from? I got it from uh, a Dillard's. Did I'm it, a front pocket guy, man. It's a, I it's hate a, billfolds that you have to sit on. I sit, did on, it I sit, I sit on this. Did your wallet burst? No. Good job. I, I, I got it done before <laughs> you made first. It. You made it. But it got to the <laughs> that point. That was right, because you all thought I was not here for that podcast. <laughs> but it got to the point where like, it was. Luke, go buy a new wallet. Buy a wallet. You aren't broke, buddy. But the thing was like the, you know, the elastic was a lot less. So every time I picked it up, it'd just be like credit cards would just fly <laughs> across the room. <laughs> so, Which is why you should have bought a new wallet. Yeah. Good job, Luke. Yeah. Way to go, Luke. I know. Look at that. You Andrew, Mr. P, man. It. Let me touch it. Touch it. Um, Smell it. Smells good. I'm not super Does miffed. it smell? No, smelled it. I've had a freaking hard week. My grandmother passed away oh, no, this man. week, but we've had great support. My son, my seven-year-old son, was like, "I really want to talk at the funeral," and so I was like, "Okay." 
And this was crazy. So two years earlier, my grandmother purchased books for my kids, her great-grandkids, about grief and death. And my, I was talking on the phone to somebody, I think it was my mom. She was like, hey, do the kids have a book about grief that you could read to them? I was like, holy crap. My grandma bought that for them. Wow. And so he read that to everybody. At Which, the funeral? At the funeral. I about cried my eyes out. I about to say, it <clears throat> probably leveled. It was it was really cool. It was a really cool moment. I got to get up there and stand with him. So I'm like sad and grieving, yeah. but like very grateful wow. and blessed oh. by that moment. You That's know? so cool. It was cool. Man. What, was here, cool. So I'll just say this. And I, <laughs> I sent this text to Andrew. Is So Andrew's family is like enormous. Enormous. There's like this enormous collection of people. And for me, like, I didn't know this, but the the grandmother who passed away is the grandmother of a whole bunch of people that are part of my life, like mm-hmm. people I've known over the course of 25 years now mm-hmm. uh, with the Jansen family. Like, I've known them since I was in right. a freshman in That's high school. That's pretty crazy, so, huh? But just the, you know, when you talk about life and you talk about, Loss, like the thing that you always celebrate in the middle of that is legacy, and it seems like your grandmother had a tremendous legacy. So tremendous legacy, it's pretty awesome, There's no doubt. And one time she bought all of her grandkids live ducks. <laughs> oh yeah, for Easter, <laughs> without telling our parents that she was going to do it. No joke. Oh, that's we all went home with live ducks, and we took care of them, and then they all systematically got killed by other animals in just horrific ways. Guess what? She got those grief books because yeah, she no. taught you grief a different yeah. way. Yeah, with those she did. Ducks. Those ducks. One of her legacies <laughs> is teaching people grief. We man. set these ducks free at this pond, and we could see these dogs <laughs> just get ready <laughs> to murder these ducks. Oh. My dad was like, "We're gonna." And what we didn't <laughs> get in the car. We gotta what go. we didn't take into account <laughs> is that we're setting free domesticated ducks into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, oh, everybody likes me. Like, hey, they're gonna. I'm gonna get fed. No, you're gonna die now, <laughs> duck. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's All good, right. man. Thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks for listening to a podcast.